Hi, this is Umida Switlow. I'm in beautiful Kelowna on a summer day. And 40 years ago, to this day, approximately, where were you? We were in India, north of Bombay. What's your name? My name is Will Drittiger. Irma and I were both in India at that time. And what were you doing then? I taught school of math and science, and uh, Irma was a, a nursing instructor at a hospital in uh, in that village. Wow! And had you which university had you graduated from? We both graduated from UBC in Vancouver. Oh, and where did you get recruited from? UBC? Also from UBC, yes. So International House. It was International House, this is right, yes. So, all these years later, we've just had a wonderful Thai dinner, everyone, and we're going to talk to Irma in a second, but all these years, like, is it, sorry, did I say her name wrong? Did I say your name uh, wrong? No, no, no oh, you got it right. Okay, I got it right. Okay, so all these years later, we're having some Thai food, and you weren't supposed, you said you weren't into rice after being in India, and you ate rice. Okay, this is on a podcast. You yeah. ate rice. I ate rice. <laughs> <laughs> Only the first time since India. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, after all these years, what do you remember about your experience? It was a fabulous experience. I, as one of the Indian ministers in the government said, we see you as ambassadors for, for India more so than we see you as contributing to something here in India. And, and I guess, you know, my feeling about, uh, about the Indian experience is you work with one or two people that you probably enrich their lives to a certain extent. Um, it's like one person at a time, a person-to-person -person type of experience. Um, and it certainly uh, enriched our lives, definitely. Well, after all these years, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Now we have Irma here. All right. Now, okay, you got to know everyone, she came back with saris. This is Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. So, Irma, you were teaching in a nursing school. Were you a nurse? I do have an RN degree. Um, and the hospital that I worked in was a mission hospital. And they were teaching auxiliary nurse midwives. And uh, what was I found quite ironical is that they expected me to teach midwifery. And I said, hold it. I've had six weeks on the obstetrical ward. That is the sum and total of my OB experience. I'm not doing midwifery, but I will teach procedures, I will teach hygiene, I will teach nutrition, anything else, but I'm not qualified in midwifery. So that was all well and good. The interesting bit about my experience was I had to teach in Gujarati. Oh, Kemcho! <laughs> right. I remember those words, but I can't. So like, how they, are you? Yes, Kemcho, absolutely. Anyways, uh, how did you do that? The first six months of my time there was almost exclusively language study. And then I was thrown into the classroom and I was terrified, but thankfully I generally had one or two students who came from Bombay and had a smattering of English. So if I was absolutely stumped as to how to 
express myself, aside from doing a lot of show and tell, I would say to one of the girls, look, this is what I'm trying to tell the class. And I understood well enough that I knew if she was telling it to the class correctly. And so by the end of our two-year experience, I was fairly fluent. And uh, sadly, we had to leave, but I was just getting into my stride. I, I would love to have stayed on, yeah. So if I ask you uh, for a fond memory, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Uh, on the spot, there were so many. Uh, after finally acclimatizing psychologically to India, it was just such a total sensory experience. The sounds, the smells, the sights, and uh, we came away, Will and I, with such an overwhelmingly positive feeling about India and, and the welcome we had received from the people that we worked with and lived with. Just an amazing country. So now when uh, you meet, you know, in Canada, such a multicultural community, when you meet someone from India, you can kind of relate to their, their world and their experience. Absolutely, um, and uh, although the uh, generally the Indian ladies are, are quite reticent even here, yes. but it's so fun to try and eavesdrop on conversations <laughs> and see, see if I can still pick anything up. But but uh, we had more contact with East Indian families when we still lived in Vancouver, and our children grew up in city schools where they were actually the minority oh, okay so uh, the kids grew up loving Surrounded. yeah yeah so well, i have to tell you something both uh, that's interesting is uh, in the i think it's in the 70s that um we had sent volunteers to india we canada had given india aid and things like that well at one point india wrote a check for any outstanding debt it had to Canada and ended this entire thing. Because it came to a point where India realized yes. that they had every they they were okay. Exactly. And that's exactly why the we were told the program was ended in India because we were all generalists, teachers, nurses, lab techs, agricultural types. And India had thousands and millions of their own, so it was more like Will said with the, the government minister who said, we see you as going back telling Canadians what, what India is, you know, from our perspective. So we were the last, we were the last group in India. Oh, you were? Yeah, we were the last ones there. Oh, okay. Yeah, 1972. So. Oh, okay, so that's when that, that check was... Okay, so you were right there. Yeah. That's amazing. Part of, part of the history. So yeah. I would say that you saw India like many people would love to have seen India, and I wish I had been in your eyes to see what, what you saw. And thank you so much for your service. I want to hope that uh, you'll be at our reunion. We will definitely. definitely be there. So yes. if anybody knew them out in the field, come on. They're, in, they're a fun gang, except, and he eats rice. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. This is Sumita from QSO VSO West. <laughs>